John chapter 8. John chapter 8 and verse 39 says this. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man that has told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. You do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceed forth and came from God. Neither came I I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech, even because you cannot hear my word? You are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Which of you convinceth me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. You therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. And I'd like to use as a topic from the beginning of that 45th verse where he says, And because I tell you the truth. Heavenly Father, I come in Jesus' name and Lord, just thanking you for this opportunity. Thank you for the precious time of songs that was given. And Lord, I just pray as I share this, your word, help me to be brief, to be concise, but yet to share what you would have me share this night. Lord, we desire only to magnify your name, whether it's in song as we've done so much today or in your word as we're going to do right now. Because we want to be worshipers in spirit and truth. And we want the truth of your word. Help me to speak what you would have me to speak. And share what you'd have me to share this night. And Lord, let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. This eighth chapter. If there's a word that's used so often in it. And maybe describes it. uh, Is the word truth. Truth. And I, I guess it really starts when you get back to chapter tw- or chapter to verse twelve of the eighth chapter, because Jesus made the statement, and he said, "I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life." And the response to those who were the hearers, the Pharisees. They made this statement. They said, will you bear record of yourself? And then they said this, and this is what brought all this truth passages about. And your record is not true. You're speaking of yourself. I mean, you're saying you're the, you're the light of the world. You're, uh, you know, whoever follows you don't have darkness, but they have the light of life. And your record's not, you're speaking of yourself, you're testifying of yourself, and your record is not true. Well, Jesus continues in his discord with them, 
and I won't get into that deeply. I mean, he talked about how, according to their law, it required two, two or three witnesses. He says, well, I'm a witness, but so is the Father. He's a witness of me too. And, and he continued to talk to them of the consequences of not believing on him. And then we get to uh, the, what is it, the 30th verse. He spake these words. Many believed on him. So you had a lot of people believing on him. And so now his conversation turned to the believers. And he said, if you, if, conditional expression, if you condition, if, if you continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed, you'll know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. A lot of people like to say, well, you know, the truth will set you free. Well, it says, it says for you to be set free, you have to, it's not just the truth, you have to know the truth. And how do you know the truth? By being his disciple. How are you his disciple? Continuity in his word. See, the conditional expression comes first before the, before the, before the truth sets you free. You gotta, you gotta get in his word and know the truth. And you got to continue in it. And so he made that statement about how the truth would make them free if they, to the believers. But the response of the Pharisees was, was very much this. Well, we're, we're children of Abraham. And so as a result, we've never been in bondage to any man. Although at that time they were under Roman rule. So they were subject to Roman government. They'd been in bondage to the Assyrians in the north. They'd been in bondage to the Babylonians and the Medes and the Persians for the southern kingdom. But they said, they made the claim, we've, we've not been anybody, we've not been in bondage. We're no, we're nobody's servant because we, hey, we've got Abraham. We're all right. Everything's good. We have Abraham. And so, he said, but Jesus' response was simply this. He who commits sin is a servant of sin. You, so you're, if you're a servant, then you're, then you're in bondage. Unless you're, unless you're a son. And whom the son makes free is free indeed. And again, another famous, uh, uh, passage we like to, we like to quote. Well, that's the context of it. He was letting them know. You claim that you're not, you claim that you're not in bondage. You think everything's good because you're children of Abraham. So everything must be fine with me. But he's saying, you know what? No, you are in bondage because you're servants of sin. Jesus was such a good preacher. <laughs> but, but, uh, so he was letting them know that. And then he went on to say that you know, I, I do the works of my father. That's what I do. I, I, what I see my father doing, those are the works I do, and you do, and do, you do your father, you do your father's works. And they said, well, Abraham is our father. And I know this, this isn't in the scriptures, but I can kind of see Jesus go, <laughs> Abraham's your father. If Abraham, if Abraham was your father, you wouldn't be trying to kill me. 
And then he gives the reason why they were trying to kill, why they wanted to kill him. A man who told you the truth. I'm telling you, I tell you the truth and you want to kill me. Abraham didn't do that. I told him to get out of the Ur of the Chaldees and go to a land that I was going to show him. And he, and he by faith went looking for a city whose builder and maker was God. I told him that he was going to have an heir and that his, and his, his seed was going to be, you know, count the stars or count the sand because it happened a couple times where God confirmed it and said, no, you're going, you're going to have a whole nation of people is coming from you. And Abraham didn't try to kill God. He believed him. He believed him and he left her and he went to the land that God showed him. And he believed God. You know, when, when God, when God said, you know, take Isaac and, and slay him as the sacrifice. What does the Bible tell us? God accounted that he was able to raise him from the dead because God had a promise that in Isaac shall your seed be called. So if God wants me to kill him, and God already made a covenant that it's through him that this, this, these generations of people who'll be more than the stars in the sky or the sand on the, by the sea, then God must gonna raise them from the dead because God said that's what's gonna happen. He believed God. And Jesus was saying, that if you're of Abraham, if your father is Abraham, then you wouldn't be looking to kill me, a man who tells you the truth. Because when I told him the truth, because before Abraham was, I am, he believed me. And he went. And he believed. And even in his old age, he brought forth the son. So you... You think you're, you think everything's good. You say Abraham's your father. But I'm, I'm not, I'm doing the works of my father. You do the works of your father, but they don't seem to be the works of Abraham. Because his were works of faith. They said, well, God is our father. And once again, I know it's not written, but I can hear. <laughs> God is your father. God is your father. If God were your father, you would love me. You would love me and you would hear the words I'm saying. Why is it you don't understand? When I say I'm the light of the world and he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life. Why is it you don't understand that? If God's your father, then you should know exactly who I am. You should know the prophets. You should know the law. You should all, all those things that, that testify of my coming. Of the light to the Gentiles. Of the light to the world. You should know exactly what I'm saying. And instead of saying my record's not true, you shouldn't be trying to kill a man who said, uh, who, 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 who is telling you the truth. And you should hear my words. Why is it? Why is it? Let me say that again. I want to get this point across. Why is it you don't understand? Let me say that again. 
an important point. Why is it? I mean, you you claim you think everything's good. You got Abraham, and hey, God's your father. That's your proclamation. But he's saying you don't understand my words. You would hear them, but you don't hear them. You don't understand him who's telling you the truth. That's the important part of my introduction. (laughs) Because he would say, no, you want to know who your father is? You're of your father, the devil. What are you talking about? I I, I, I go to the Abraham church. And God is my father. That was their claim. I have Abraham. I go to the temple and the synagogue. It's all good. I've got this. I believe in God. We believe in God. God's our Father. That was their claim. But he, but Jesus was making this claim about them. No, you're of, you may have, you may be descendants of Abraham. And you may go to temple and synagogue and all those things. And you may know who God, have heard of God. But your father is the devil. Let me tell you about him. <laughs> he could go on to say, You're of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. It's not something he picked up. He just, he just was. From the beginning, and abode not in the truth. This is why he knew he was that their father was the devil. Because they're saying he's saying you don't abide in the truth. To the believers, his message was: if you continue in my word, you'll know your you'll be my disciples indeed, and you'll know the truth. You'll know the truth. You'll know the truth. You'll know the truth. And the truth will make you free. But what are you trying to do? You want to kill me. You you don't want me around. Because you... I'm telling you the truth. But you don't want to hear the truth. Because you're of your father the devil. Because he doesn't abide in truth. And there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own. For he was a, he is a liar... And the father of it. You're of your father the devil because you're, you're more into the lies than you are the truth. And he says this, and this is, I love this verse. And because I tell you the truth. And because I tell, here's the reason. Here's why you won't believe me. You, you, you believe me not. Here's the reason. Because I'm telling you the truth. I don't believe the truth. I'm not going to believe because what you're telling me is true. And I don't get it. (laughs) Turn to Galatians chapter 4. The Apostle Paul had a similar situation. You know, as... As you were introducing your song, you made the statement saying, the, uh, 
You don't get this world. I, I think I do get it. What they don't get is the kingdom of God. Because we tell, because we tell them the truth, they don't believe. Because they don't get it. They're so, they're so filled with their father, the devil. They're so filled with the lies of this world, they have no idea what the truth is. They have no idea what the truth is. And as a result, they, they've turned the, the, the truth of God into a lie and a lie into truth. As a matter of fact, I think Pontius Pilate did it best. When Jesus said, I've come to bear witness of the truth, and Pontius Pilate said, what is truth? And then left. What is truth? Can you know the truth? What is truth? To some, they, they'll make the proclamation. There's many tr- There's your truth, and there's your truth, and your truth. And we all have our truths. And isn't it wonderful to let your truth be known? I'll tell you what, go, go to, uh, go to the grocery store, buy a hundred dollars worth of grocery, and they say a hundred dollars, and then you give them a, a bill with George Washington's picture on and say, well, in my truth, that's a hundred dollars. See how that works out for you. Because that's not true. That's a one dollar bill. <laughs> and so for us to function as a society, we need to have the truth that that's only a $1 bill. You need 99 more of them to buy your groceries. Probably didn't buy much, but... Truth. I could say that I'm a... I identify myself as a, a dog or a cat. And that's like, well, if you believe you're a dog, then who am I to argue with you? I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog. I'm not a woman. I'm not a 16-year-old girl. I'm not of a different race or a different nationality. No matter what I say, I'm not. That's truth. Sorry to, sorry, sorry to break the bubble. But because I tell you the truth, you will not believe me, he said, because you have heard so much of the lie, you have taken the lie to be true. You know, there's, a, there's an old saying that says, this isn't a Bible saying, but an old saying that says, if you tell a lie, lie, lie long enough, it will be, people will perceive it to be true. That's, that's what I get in this world. They have believed the lie because they're of their father, the devil. And that's why Paul, Paul made this statement to the church at Galatia because and church, he had, he had founded the church at Galatia and they all, and they got saved and it was a good church. But then the Judaizers came in and said, well, you gotta be circumcised, uh, you know, to be saved. You, you know, it's not just faith in Christ. You gotta be circumcised as well. And Paul was pointing, pointing that out. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not, I'm reading 3.1, although that's not really where I'm going. 
But, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you? This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are you now made perfect in the flesh? But where I wanted to read, it was in chapter 4 and verse 16. Again, because he's because he's talking, you know, he's correcting the error that they had gotten into. And in verse 16 of chapter 4 of Galatians, he says, Am I therefore become your enemy? Reason. Because I tell you the truth? And the answer is yes. We've become enemies. He says, They zealously affect you, but not well. You're, hey, hey believers, you're being affected, but not well. And the tellers of the truth have become the enemy. He said, that's why he says, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? They zealously affect you. They're very zealous at trying to affect you. But not well. Yea, they would exclude you that you might affect them. Stay away. We don't want to hear about this, Jesus. We don't want to hear about this, Sephiroth. We don't want to believe in the truth. Because we're of our father, the devil, who was a liar. The truth isn't in him. Don't tell us about Jesus Christ being the light and those who follow the light of this world and whoever follows Him will not walk in darkness but have the light of life. Jesus said, you'll not come to me that you might have life. Jesus would say, Jesus would make that statement and say, men love darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds are evil. He said, you don't do the works of Abraham. I do the works of my father. You, you do the works of your father. So, and they're zealous. It's, you know, the children of the devil are zealous that they might affect you. Get this point. This is an important one too. <laughs> that they might affect you. And they, they don't care if you, hey, be part of First Abraham Church. And say, hey, we go to such synagogue and we go to this temple and we go to... That's fine. And go ahead and make mansion. God's our Father. God's our Father. But Jesus is saying, no, you wanted to kill me because I'm a man who told you the truth. And you said my records are not true. And that's the same thing. Am I become an enemy to you because I told you the truth? And you're so zealous to affect everyone. They, this world wants to affect you. But not well. But not for good. Not for good. I gotta, I gotta move on. Turn with me to Second Thessalonians chapter two. Am I become your enemy? You better know the you better know the truth has become the enemy of this world. Second 
2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And I know this is making reference to the end times, but there's a great truth in it. I'll start at verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, in them that perish. Why are they deceived and unrighteous and perishing? Because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth. What a significant statement. That they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. It does pick up then because he says, but we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation. How? Through sanctification of of the Spirit. And what's the other thing? Belief of the truth. Belief of the truth. Jesus is the light of the world. One other place I want to turn and then I'll, I'll bring this to a close. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 13 says this. For this cause also we thank God without ceasing. Because when you received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of man, but as it is in truth. The word of God, which which effectually worketh also in you that believe. You received it as the word of truth and it affected you. You know what? Let me get back to that other important point. They want to affect you with their truth, which is nothing but a lie because their father is the devil. That's what Jesus said. They want to affect you. But you know what that passage I just read said? It's the word of God which effectually worketh also into you that believe. You know, they they can say you're supposed to believe whatever you want. I'll tell you, there's only one thing I believe, and that is that I was lost in my sin, and everything I believed was full of the devil. I'd been deceived by the great deceiver for many years, but one day I got the truth of God's Word, and I received that truth that was given to me, that yes, I was, yes, I was lost in my sin. Hey, what a novel message. Hey, you know what else? I was bound for eternal damnation. Oh, the Bible says that. I was perishing without God in this world. And I was on my way to eternal damnation. God forbid you be allowed to say that. You can't say that. But the Bible says it. That's the truth. And that's the truth that was revealed to me. But it also let me know there's something that can have an effectual working in me. I can be saved by a washing of regeneration and a renewing of the Holy Spirit. That Jesus Christ died for my sin and rose again. That I can have eternal life. And that He can make a new man in me and take the sin out and take 
and take the filthy mouth out and take the and take the lusts out and take the things of this world out instead put a new heart in me and a new spirit in me that cries out to say Jesus is my savior he is the way he is the truth he is the life and there's no man coming to the father to the father but by him and so if you're saying God is your father then there's one way to have him as your father and that's by love Believing in the truth of Jesus Christ. I know this world doesn't, uh, doesn't get it. And they don't understand it. They have changed the truth into a lie. And yes, have we become their enemy? Because we tell them the truth. You better know it. You'll be called every phobe in the book. Whatever kind of phobe you're supposed to be. But the truth of the matter is, I, I, I'm not, I'm not an anything phobe except one thing. I'm a theophobe. I have the fear of God. Which is the beginning of wisdom. And the beginning of knowledge. And I recognize this one thing. That the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness and against those who hold the truth. That who hold the truth. Let me say that again. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness. I want more theophobes. Most people aren't theophobes they call them to be. But are we enemies because we told you the truth? Jesus said, you want to kill me, a man telling you the truth. And he said this, and I'll close with, with the topic. He said, and because I tell you the truth, for this reason, and because I tell you the truth, you will not believe. You will not believe. The life-changing, effectual message of Jesus Christ. And because I tell you the truth. You're so far from the truth. You will not believe. Father I come in Jesus name. And Lord I just thank you. For this opportunity you've afforded me. To